Seat at the Nebraska Table is a program of the Nebraska Civic Engagement Table. As a nonpartisan nonprofit, we do not endorse political parties or candidates, but do take positions on issues. We provide Nebraskans with the information they need to make informed decisions and stay engaged in their communities. To learn more, visit our website at nebraskatable.org. This is Seat at the Nebraska Table. I'm Karina Hernandez. Welcome to this episode of Seat at the Nebraska Table. Joining us today are Rural Fellows Alexis Salinas and Arden Tyree, and Empowering Families Executive Director and Co-Founder Valeria Rodriguez. The Fellows spent the summer with Empowering Families, a nonprofit based in Scotts Bluff. Before we get into more of their experiences, let's meet our Fellows. Alexis Salinas is a Senior Agricultural Leadership student at Texas Tech University, and Arden Tyree is a is a master's student in public health at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. Thank you for being here today, both of you. I'm gonna start with a question for the two of you. Um, so what did you think that your experience was gonna be like? And what was it actually like? I think for me, I didn't really know what the experience was gonna be like. Like I didn't really have like a set standard of I'm going to come to Nebraska and I'm going to do this, this, and this. Um, I kind of had like an overview feeling. And I think that's what really helped me get through the experience is just keeping an open mind and taking things day by day. Um, I think what really helped was having that set schedule that we set in the beginning. And so that helped set some guidelines. But yeah, I really didn't know what it was going to be, but it turned out to be exactly what I needed. I also came in with pretty minimal expectations. I wasn't sure what to expect with a lot of it. I had volunteered with other nonprofits, but never worked for one. And even that volunteering work was really variable, which is one of the things that I liked about it, that there was so much opportunity to do many different things, which was something that I liked about this position. We helped out with soup kitchens and I did graphic design and made flyers and t-shirts and things and did all sorts of other things with EF. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so this is a program in collaboration of the Uni University of Nebraska-Lincoln, Rural Prosperity of Nebraska is what it's called. So how it works is rural fellows like Alexa and Arden spend their summers living in Nebraska towns, working on locally designed projects that support local businesses, or in this case, a nonprofit, and make progress towards strategic and specific goals to help their communities thrive. They work with Empowering Families. Empowering Families works to build a stronger and more welcoming community through education, civic participation, and individual empowerment, and is led by Executive Director and Co-Founder Valeria Rodriguez. Val, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what was the focus of the fellows in your community this summer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. The focus of our rural fellows this summer was to really help us with our civic participation efforts. Um, for the longest time, we were wanting to do a candidate brochure to help us increase voter participation by educating our local voters about who is going to be on the ballot. When we would canvass, when we started as a nonprofit in 2018 and started our canvassing efforts, uh, a lot of our community members shared with us that they didn't know who to vote for. They would always ask us, well, who should I vote for? Um, and as a 501c3, we, we can never tell them 
you know, who to vote for, um, you know, we needed to do the full on education and educating them on every single candidate. And so, you know, we thought that this would be a great opportunity in obtaining capacity to do this effort, this brochure, uh, so that we, so that our community members can be educated on who's going to be on the ballot. And we hope that by them having this information is going to motivate them to turn out at the polls this November. Yeah, I, I thought the brochure was really exciting. Um, you were doing some voter registration as well, correct? Correct. Yes. They also helped us in, in getting us to reach our voter registration um, goal this year. That's amazing. And so Arden and Alexa, uh, you know, that was the focus of your project. What did you learn? Uh, for me, voter registration has never been something that I've focused on. Um, honestly, I don't even know the voter registration laws from Texas, which is where I'm from. Um, but just coming to Nebraska and learning about all the Nebraska voter registration um, regulations and really getting out there and being able to build those relationships. I think that's what's like been a really big highlight for me throughout this voter registration process. And just, um, I remember the first person that I registered to vote, they didn't know that they could vote because they had, they were in prison um, a few years ago. And so when I told them that if they were off for, if they were off of papers for two years and they could vote again, they were so excited. And that was the first person that I ever registered. And I think after that, I was just so motivated to do it because I wanted all of them to like have that same excitement and joy. Then knowing that they can register um, to vote and like knowing that they can vote for someone who represents their voice. Yeah, I think that that like was such an exciting thing for me to learn too. So yeah, if you're two years off papers and you know, you, you had a felony, you do regain your right to vote. And that's not something that a lot of people know. So yeah, honestly, for me, that's such a highlight when I do canvassing as well as talking to people and letting them know that they do have an ability to vote once they're two years off papers. Uh, what about you, Arden? I would like to think I'm pretty informed about like the political process and Nebraska voter registration and similar laws. But the part about felons regaining their right to vote after two years off papers also surprised me. I didn't know that. I guess I just assumed that since they can't run for president, they also can't vote, but that's not true. And I think that's important for community building and trying to reintegrate people who have had felonies, who've had, you know, their lives take a turn in that direction. I think that bringing them back into the community and helping them regain their rights really helps with that. Definitely. Returning citizens, like such a huge highlight, I think, for them uh, to know that they can vote for proper representation for them. Um, so, Alexa, you got a little bit into this um, talking about the highlight of your experience. So I'll let you go last just in case if there's anything else um, that was a highlight of your experience as a rural fellow. But Val, I'll start with you. Was there a highlight um, for you this summer? I think the greatest highlight was really just um, a, having the opportunity to meet these individuals and really seeing their energy and their motivation and their idea, creative ideas, um, implement them to help our organization here locally. That's definitely has been my greatest highlight and I'm going to miss them greatly. And I'm very sad that they're leaving us next week. 
Oh, we'll miss you too. <laughs> Me too. I was also fortunate enough to work with the Rural Fellows this summer. And I am, I'm also going to miss you both a lot. It, it was really fun to, to see, yeah, like Val was saying, your creativity and what this uh, project could be this summer. So Arden, what about you? What was the highlight of your summer? One of the early things that was a highlight was doing voter registration at Pride. First, because people were excited. They wanted to take a part in the political process and have their voices heard. And also because I thought it was a great way to get to know the community. That was one of our first weeks here. So I went out and registered people to vote and talked to people and got to know the community a little bit. So that was a great experience. I was also lucky to be in Scott's Bluff during Pride and that was a lot of fun. Got to do some bingo, drag bingo. That was super fun. What about you, Alexa? Is there anything else that was a highlight? Um, I think kind of like I mentioned earlier, I think my overall highlight has really just been building community and knowing that your community isn't just your hometown or your college town. And it's about the people that you're surrounded with that are continuously trying to empower you and uplift you. And so being able to find my people here in Scotts Bluff has been one of the greatest things because I never thought that I would find my lifelong friends in Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. But I'm really excited to take that back with me to Texas and have that confidence that I can build a community anywhere. Exactly. I think, uh, you know, hopefully what you're learning here is something that you can use in the future. So what was accomplished this summer? And I guess Val, I'll, I'll have you start first. What was accomplished in terms of, um, you know, your goals for what you wanted when you first signed up to be a host community for rural fellows? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's been a lot that has been accomplished. I'll start off with our voter registrations. Um, we were able to, so far as of now, register 21 individuals to vote. Um, and that hasn't, that won't end um, today. You know, we're going to be registering more individuals next week at a Pioneers game. And so that has been a success in just continuing and increasing our voter registration numbers. Um, and really making progress in the candidate brochure um, has also been a huge accomplishment. And just the voter education materials um, Arden put together has been very helpful and we'll be uh, sharing that throughout the community. And with storytelling, Alexa was able to interview some local community members that recently became US citizens and share their story on social media regarding the importance of voting to them as new American citizens. And, you know, through those stories, we always utilize storytelling to um, motivate other individuals. And so uh, I think that this is really an important project with our work um, that we've seen be successful here locally. Those are just yeah. a few things that we've accomplished. Um, there's, I can go on and on and on. <laughs> Arden and Alexa, was there something that you felt like was a huge accomplishment in your time in the community? For me, um, when I'm thinking of the accomplishments, I'm also thinking about like my own personal accomplishments and kind of those goals that I set for myself before coming out to Scott's Bluff. And so I remember talking to my professor before I left and he was like, well, what do you want to learn? And I was like, well, I really want to learn how to be more of an inclusive leader. I want to learn how to have a global mindset. 
And so being able to come out here and meet all kinds of people and learn how to work with them has been something that I feel like I've accomplished or at least gained a step towards accomplishing. And obviously there's still a lot more to learn. Um, but I think that's one of the things that I was really able to take on and become a more inclusive leader since my time being here. Right. And um, you really integrated yourselves into the community. So before I move on to Arden, Alex, I know that you were really hoping to, you know, work with agriculture since that's what you study. Um, what were you able to do with that? Yeah, so I'm an agriculture major. And so um, I think a lot of the ways that I've seen my skills used have been in the ag industry. And so coming out here and being able to see my skills being used in a very different light has been something interesting and exciting for me. Um, but one of the first interactions that I had when coming to Scott's Bluff was being connected with a local agriculture um, partner um, by the name of Mr. Lepisodis. And he was just amazing at talking to me about the ag industry. And we just talked about kind of the differences and similarities between Texas agriculture and Nebraska agriculture. And Nebraska being one of the biggest states for beef um, has been absolutely amazing to be in because I get to witness that and see cattle whenever I drive, which I love. And we've also connected with 4-H Extension and I'll also be doing some volunteer work with them um, in preparing for the local county fair um, coming up. Yeah, super exciting stuff. And Arden, you also integrated yourself uh, into the community with some of your um, work. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and just like other accomplishments that you've had while in this community? Sure. One of my big projects here was evaluating barriers to access to mental health care for minority mm -hmm. youth, specifically undocumented or immigrant and LGBTQ youth. So I've been putting together some resources for youth regarding how to access mental health care and some other resources that are available in the local community. So that I feel is a big accomplishment because if, if things aren't going right up top, it's hard for other things to go right. So I hope that that will be useful for a while to come. Definitely. Yeah, I, I always find it so fun to hear about not only were you doing the work at Empowering Families, but you also found time to grow as individuals um, in what you're studying specifically. So I'll kind of move it to Val. So Val, what kind of impact do you think that the work that was done this summer had on your community and why is it important to the future of your community? The impact that our rural fellows um, have created and will create in, in the, their last two weeks here, it, it's a great amount of impact for the fact that Scottsbluff County is the third worst county in, in voter participation and the educational materials that they've created as well as this candidate brochure, we're going to be able to see that impact come November 8th um, when individuals go and vote. Um, and I think that we're already starting to see individuals extremely excited to see this candidate brochure as the fellows have been talking to community members about this brochure. Um, we've been able to sign up many individuals um, that want to obtain this resource so that they can turn out and, and vote in November. 
additionally, the impact that storytelling has, what we've learned as Empowering Families is that when we highlight stories of our local community members, that helps other individuals and be motivated to take action. And with the stories that Alexa was able to um, create and share out, I think we're going to be able to see other community members turn out and vote because, you know, their friends or, you know, their, their individual that runs this local store um, is, is voting that they're also going to want to turn out and vote. And once it comes to the brochures that Arden has created, you know, with our Multicultural Youth Leadership Conference approaching in September, I think this is going to be an amazing opportunity to share out the resources that they are creating because we've been asked about mental health resources for our youth. And I think that um, this resource speaks to the needs that we've been hearing. And so I think there's a, there's a lot of impact with every project that they've worked on. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, from my work at the table, having a resource where you can go look at your candidates and, you know, see how they've answered questions on issues that are important to you is such a great value add. Um, you know, when you're wanting to engage in, in your community and make a difference, but you don't know who to vote for, having a resource like a brochure to see, you know, oh, this candidate really aligns with my values. I think that with that, it, that's a huge impact on your community. So I was super excited to hear that that's something that you were wanting to do in Scott's Bluff and something that has been moving to the Rural Fellows. And I'm excited that your community is ready for a resource like this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I'd like to add to that is that, you know, as the fellows were contacting the candidates, they really weren't sure what we were talking about and what this meant. Um, and so I think we're also setting the precedent um, for future brochures. And, you know, with this first one, not every candidate has participated, but I think that once we release the brochure and community members see the impact that it's going to create, I think in future to come, more individuals are going to be more likely to participate in it. I agree. You know, as a nonprofit, you're a trusted messenger to your community. People know, see you out in the community, see you registering voters, see the impact that you're having. And, you know, you're doing your due diligence by reaching out to all of the candidates, by giving them an opportunity to submit their answers. So I think that's really exciting, you know, that you're really putting in the work and the effort that maybe a community member doesn't have have time to do. Um, so it'll be a, an easy resource for them to have. And can you remind me again, how is this going to be distributed to the community? Yeah, so we are, we've contacted the, our local newspaper, the Star Herald, and we will be able to uh, utilize the Star Herald to print uh, the brochure. And um, we will be distributing it through by canvassing as well as uh, taking it to different locations in our community and just ensuring that, you know, every, every voter in Scottsville County receives it. 
That is super exciting. I'll move on to the next question. I feel like we could talk about that all day. So uh, Alexa, you talked a little bit about this. So what impact did this experience have on you as an inclusive leader? And then Arden, I'll move to you. As an inclusive leader, um, I think it just goes back to having that global perspective and knowing that your perspective isn't the isn't always like the only one and being open to other people's opinions, being open to having those hard conversations. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can do as an inclusive leader is just have those conversations with people. And while they might be a little intimidating um, and you don't really know like how that's gonna go, I think when people like have those hard conversations um, and you really learn about a person, instead of just, having an opinion on them, um, it opens a world to, it opens a whole new world um, to what your perspective looks like. And I think for me, you know, like growing up, I was set with like certain traditions and like how the world works. And, you know, like we live in 2022 now, you know, things are different and like the world is constantly changing. And with that, our perspective should be changing as well. And, so that's been something really amazing to me um, to experience throughout this summer is just being able to cut, being able to come out with an even more open mind than what I came in with. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing. Arden, what about you? So what Alexa said about needing to be adaptable really resonated with me. The world is changing, we're changing, and even in similar times in different places, you would need to adapt to very different cultures, very different environments. So I think that's really important to take with me going forward, that an approach that works in one place may not work somewhere else. And that is a perfect segue, thank you, uh, to my next question. I'm gonna start with Val. Val, what kind of advice would you give uh, to someone wanting to do this work and working um, in a city the size of Scotts Bluff? I think the advice I would give um, would be, I think going back to what Alexa has been talking about and Arden and being open-minded is really important because the rural life is different than the city life, right? And I think that, you know, the approaches are also going to be different. And I think that um, being open-minded is going to be really important coming into to a rural community and just something that is going to be different than perhaps what an individual has experienced before. Um, and, and in addition to that, um, the advice that I would give is to be your authentic self, um, to not be afraid to, you know, share your, your ideas and your creativity, because that is something that is unique to you and is going to, to be valuable to the agency that um, you'll be working with. Yeah, I, I think that you know was perfectly said. Alexa or Arden, do you have anything to add um, to what you should keep in mind? Give me a second, let me think about this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, while you're thinking, um, I, I just know from like watching you both you know, get out there, is something that I saw that you did that was really successful was build community. Um, you know, you found your own interests and you put yourself out there to meet people and you, you 
definitely like within I think it was like a week I felt like you had been there for forever because you both had so many friends and you know were picking out your favorite coffee shop and you know your favorite restaurants and things like that so I feel like you you put in the effort to build community you put in the effort for people to get to know you as well and I think that integrating yourself um and being able to learn from the community where you're living i think uh was what i saw made this project successful yeah i've already been talking about when i'm going to come back to visit because i already have people here i know i'm going to miss talking about life after scott bluff how will you use what you learned from this experience in your future well i'm moving internationally so knowing how to adapt to a new culture and environment will come in very handy <laughs> Definitely. Um, I'll be going back to Texas, obviously, and, you know, finishing off my last semester of my undergrad and then going right into grad school um, where I'm doing ag communications and leadership. And so here I've already kind of been able to dip my toes a little bit into that communication side um, because that's not my major right now. I'm an agricultural leadership major. And so I haven't really messed with anything communications. And so being able to do a lot of that and Learning those skills has already allowed me to kind of get my feet in the water, learn what I'm getting into and learn that I like what I'm getting into. And so really just being able to build on that. And, you know, we talked about building community this entire time, but I think that's extremely important. And being able to do that as I go into my future career in the next few years um, is something that I'm really excited to take home with me to Texas. Yes, exactly. And uh, Arden, with your work in public health, um, how will you use this experience for your future and that? Well, a lot of my job is most likely going to be identifying and addressing health disparities and barriers to access to care. So I've been able to use those skills here with looking at barriers to access to mental health care for minority youth. That's a skill that I'll probably be using for my whole career. So this was a great opportunity to use that skill instead of just learning how to do it. I'm really excited to to see. I, I know that you and I have been talking about it the whole summer, you know, about what your, um, you know, the brochures and things like that. And I do think that's going to make a huge impact to the community as well. Um, so Val, talking about, about the future, um, can you talk a little bit about what's next for, you know, empowering families? And if somebody wants to get involved with empowering families, how can they do that? Absolutely. So. Uh, for Empowering Families, you know, we are um, continuing to build out our programming and really uh, our organization as a whole, um, further developing the agency so that we can um, transition into having full staff. Um, and so, you know, it's really continuing our development of of the organization, um, building the infrastructure as well. But we are looking forward to a few of our events this, this fall. And, and that is, um, we've got Fiestas Patrias coming up in September and our Multicultural Youth Leadership Conference. Um, but, you know, in terms of how individuals can get involved with the organization, um, individuals can contact us at empoweringfamily02 at gmail.com or on our Facebook or Instagram. Now that we have an Instagram, thanks to Alexa, they can contact us through our social media um, to get connected. 
This fall, we will be um, canvassing and phone banking our voters uh, to motivate them to and, and inform them about the upcoming midterm election. So if anyone wants to um, get involved with that, it will be a paid position. They're more than they're more than welcome to contact us um, and learn more about that opportun opportunity. Yay! I'm so excited. I feel like this was such a great, such a great opportunity for empowering families to keep doing the amazing work that you're doing in Scotts Bluff. It's such a great opportunity for two rural fellows to come into a community and learn as much as you're teaching as well um, to this community. So that's all for us today. Alexis Salinas, Arden Tyree, and Valeria Rodriguez, thank you so much for sharing your experiences about the Rural Fellows Program and for taking a seat at the Nebraska table. I'm Karina Hernandez. We'll see you next time. Seat at the Nebraska table is brought to you by KZUM. Funding for this podcast was provided in part by Humanities Nebraska and the National Endowment for the Humanities as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. 